This podcast is brought to you by the Oatmeal Wallet, available exclusively at tacticaloatmeal.com. Go buy yourself an Oatmeal Wallet, and when you go to check out, use the code COUCHCAST to save yourself 10%. Hey everyone, it's Josh Eccleston. Welcome back to another Jobcast episode. On today's episode, we've got the very talented mixed martial arts fighter, Deborah Kuzman. One thing that I will say about Deborah, though, is don't follow her on Snapchat. Don't do that to yourself. Like, at the end of the day, you got to feel good about yourself. And following her on Snapchat, you're just going to see all of the things that you probably should have done that day, but were too lazy to do. Like, seriously, her Snap story starts, it's like dark out, and she's running like several miles. And then it's her wrestling in college, and then it's her, like, at her job and then it's her hitting mitts with our coach and then rolling jujitsu and then it's her lifting weights and then running on the treadmill again for some reason like how does she have that energy i don't understand it and then she her snapchat story continues and she's like dancing like training to dance because she has time for fun somehow with all of that training she's doing and then she's cooking herself an amazing, like, five-course meal or something. It's ridiculous. Baking croissants or some other French thing that French people do. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How does she have time for this? Don't follow her on Snapchat. However, she is a very fascinating, inspiring woman. So listen to this episode. Also, this is a really cool episode for me. Because this is me meeting Deborah for the first time, really. I, you know, I saw her at the gym and stuff like that, but I, I never really spoke to her until after I saw her first fight and was really impressed with that and wanted to have her on the show. So this is our first time really interacting. So, uh... Okay, well, I don't know if you guys... Because I'm recording this on my iPhone right now. So I don't know if you guys could tell that I just got a call right then. Uh, this is going to seem, like, really fake, but I swear it isn't. <laughs> uh... I just got a call uh, from a fight promoter trying to do matchmaking for Deborah. We're looking at early December for that fight. So he still currently doesn't have an opponent for her, but he's trying to find one. So I can't really say the exact date or what promotion or anything right now because we're still in negotiation. But it looks like Deborah's going to have a fight early December. And if you follow me on social media, I will let everyone know as soon as I know. Anyway... This podcast was recorded like four months ago, and since then, Deborah and I have become pretty close, and I saw that she was complaining about not being able to find a fight on um, Facebook, and so I took a screenshot of her status and sent it off to a few promoters and was able to get a few callbacks pretty quickly. And so now we're in negotiation between two different promotions, and we're getting her her next fight, and that's really cool. So, anyway, this is kind of a cool episode for me because it's the first time I met Deborah. Uh, not really met her, but first time I really conversed with Deborah and got to know who she is. And she's really cool. And I think you guys will think so as well. So, Ryan, kick the intro music and enjoy Deborah Kuzman, the mixed martial arts writer.
Your last name is actually Russian, but you're French? Yeah. Okay, so that's where you're from. F France? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from France. Well, Kuzma is um, Russian, but it's uh, maybe like, you know, like not my great, great grandpa. No, I think it's not. It's my great grandpa. And so, you know, like, because he died like uh, really, um, really early, I didn't know him. So we don't, we are not sure exactly, you know, like before him, what happened. Yeah. So you have like no ties to like Russian culture or anything. Mm -hmm. For you, you're a French woman. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> See, I know nothing about you. Like my first interaction with you and pretty much only interaction with you other than saying like, hey, Deborah, is uh, I think three months after I started at Moeller, I spar for the first time and I had just sparred. I forget who I sparred, but I just sp sparred somebody. And then you come along and you're like, hey, you want to spar? And I was like, okay. And uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you tore me up like pretty bad. And I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> so ever since then, I, I was just paying attention. Like, okay, she's really good. Uh, of course, I was really bad. I was like three months in. But you were, I knew that you were very good. Johnny was paying attention to you. He was using the... Um, uh, he was always holding mitts for you oh, and stuff mitts? on the yeah. side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could tell he was paying extra attention to you for some reason. And then... Um, Andrew had sparred you and Ty had sparred you and I, they all were talking about the same thing. And uh, then we heard you had a fight at XKO. And we we're like, well, we obviously have to go watch Deborah fight. So we went out there to watch you fight. And uh, anyway, that's all I know about you really is that you're, you go to the same gym as me and that you're really good and that I've seen you fight. So I had no idea where you're from or anything. Mm -hmm. I just knew you weren't from here. So what brought you here? Um, the first time I came here, it was in 2010. Uh, when I was in France, uh, I, uh, well, okay, I will start from the beginning. Okay. So, um, after like, uh, high school in France, I went to a really good school to prepare to do like a political, um, um, studies. Okay. So I did that for a year and then I was like, oh no, I don't really like that. I want to do something else. So I went to, uh, the regular university in France. And I was like, hmm, I don't really like that either. I mean, like, uh, it's not like the same system than here. So you have to choose really early what you want to do. And you can't change it. And you, you can change it, but it's, uh, it's more complicated. Because, for example, here, when you go to the university, you have like, um, like the core curriculum. So even if you change your mind, you know, like you still have this core curriculum for everything you want to do. Yeah. In France, it's not like that. Uh, so I went to the university and I start working at the same time full time. Uh, and I got really, uh, I got like a lot of promotion in my work. So I decided to stop like my studies and to work full time, which was really good without a degree in France. Yeah. Uh, but after two years, I was like, hmm, I'm still young. But if I do that all my life, I won't be able to, um, to uh, evolve. Uh, yeah. Because I don't have degree. And in France, it's more like that. If you have degree, you can evolve. So I was like, oh, I need to go back to school. So I want to do uh, um, um, a business school. And uh, I, my English was not really good. I speak really good German, but English was really, really bad. And to do a business school, because English is uh, the business language, yeah. you have to, to speak uh, really good English. So even in France, you have to speak English to go to business school? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and uh, so I was like, what is the best way and the quickest way to learn English perfectly? 
uh, and I was like, I have to go abroad. So I found uh, a program that is called Au Pair. Okay. I don't know if you know the Au Pair. I want to say that it sounds familiar, but it doesn't. <laughs> so <laughs> what's that? So when you're an Au Pair, like it's mostly like girls than boys, but if you have uh, guys too, uh, it's uh, when you go abroad uh, and you go... In, you go to a, a, a family, for example, in the uh, United States, you go to an American family. So you stay with them for a year and you don't pay anything. You know, like uh, you don't pay your travel expenses, you don't pay for a living. Uh, but in exchange, you, you are kind of a nanny. So you work, you know, like with the kids. Uh, okay, I have heard of this. So it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting because like uh, you get to know uh, a culture really deeply. Uh, you got you got also some money, you know, like they pay you every week, a little bit, uh, for in exchange of the of the babysitting. Uh, so it's it was really really good. So I came here in 2010. I was supposed to stay one year, but I love the family and I love Texas, so I stayed two years. Then I had to go back because my visa ended. Uh, so I stayed in France a year and a half, and I was like, I want to come back here. I don't want to do a business school in France. I want to do business studies, but here in uh, in Texas. So I did everything I had to do to come back and I'm back. Well, I'm glad you're back, but I have no idea why you'd want to come to this hot hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> it what? is awful. No, I mean, I love it here as well. I have like a lot of Texas pride, but man, that's I'm, you, I'm glad they made an impression on you. Yeah, but I really love like, I mean like, okay, if you stay too much outside, like under the sun, it's, it's really hot, but I love it. It's, it's cool when it's really sunny, you know? Yeah. Like you wake up and you're in good mood. What do your friends in France think of you being in Texas? Do they ask you all the stereotypical questions like, are they like, oh, do you ride horses out there? Like, <laughs> yeah. Same stuff, yeah. Actually, that's funny because just before I was uh, going to leave the first time, I was working with, um, uh, I was babysitting some, um, uh, some boys um, and the family was um, uh, French-British. Mm-hmm. But they lived, the year before, they lived in New Jersey uh, for uh, a year. And uh, the dad was like, don't go to Texas. They are, um, I guess I can translate by redneck. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, they are, uh, yeah, they are redneck and uh, they don't, uh, they are not open-minded and blah, blah, blah. You know, like all the bad stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I want to go. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Because it's always, you know, like, it's good to know what people, I mean, like, it's good. It's good to know what people have to tell you. But most of the time, if you don't experience it yourself, you don't know. Yeah. And. Uh, so what was your impression now? Do you feel like some of what he said is right? Or are you like, he's totally wrong? No, I think he's totally wrong because I never, I mean, like, I didn't go to the countryside. Some of my friends tell me that when you go to the countryside, maybe, you know, like, you yes. can. So Texas is huge. So, I mean, as you know, so here in DFW, it's, it's much more progressive, much mm-hmm. more metropolitan, but outside of there, that's where we get the reputation of, um, people being, I guess, uh, backwards or old school. Yeah. And it's like that in every country anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, no, really. Thanks like... for acknowledging us as a country, by the way. No, it's okay. I mean, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really love it. You know, like people are really like, um, it's, it's, it's different. It's really different. So I like the difference. Cool. Well, when did the fighting start then? So you're out here, you're studying, you're being a nanny, and then all of a sudden you're just like, I want to fight people or yeah. what? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was that kind of decision. <laughs> not, 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 uh, yeah and no. Well, before uh, when I was in France, uh, I I did um, a lot of. Uh, I was a gymnast for almost all my life. I was a, gys- a gymnast. And then I had to stop because I couldn't evolve anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for another sport I could do that, you know, like would fit me uh, well, like gymnastics. So I did a lot of things that I didn't la- like that much. Uh, and the last year I was in France, I uh, tried some uh, self-defense stuff. Um, I didn't like the self-defense because I was thinking it was kind of sketchy, but I like um, like... What was sketchy about it? Because I've done stuff like that as well. Um, the thing is, like, it was too much, um, you know, like it was like too much like wrist lock and like uh, I don't know. It was it was not. Did it seem fake to you? Yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of compliance involved in it, where the other your partner is kind of falling for you mm-hmm. and kind of going into what you're doing, and so you're like, I don't know if this would really work on someone who's not, you know, someone who's resisting. But yeah, I, I had similar experience before Moller. Yeah, and still, like there were some stuff that were making sense. For example, they were like if you are if you got attacked by someone, just you know, like target some really easy. If it's a, if it's a man, target this part of his body. And, what you know. spot are you talking about, there, bro? <laughs> No, like, you know, like, just like <laughs> kicking in, in the nuts. Of course, or, 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 of course. So, uh, <laughs> so that makes kind of sense, you know, because like, okay, you won't do like fancy stuff. You, you yeah. will go like for maybe the most effective way to, to get rid of, of, the, of, the, uh, of the person. But except of that, it was, it was, it was, not, my, my st- it was not my type of um, thing. But during this, we were uh, doing some introduction to uh, boxing um, and I really liked the boxing. It was really a short part, but it was really good. And I was like, one day when I will have the time, I will do that. And when I came here, um, I was feeling a little bit bored with, um, because I was taking care of babies. So there were not like a lot of things going on in the family. Uh, and I was like, okay, I need to find something. I need to, because I'm really active, so I need to find something that will. Right, so you were doing a lot of sitting around and mm-hmm. taking care of stuff, and you wanted to yeah. Yeah, spend some energy. Exactly. And uh, I was like, oh, no, I have the time to do boxing, so let's do boxing. And I look around, uh, because I was living in South Lake, and I look around and I saw a uh, motor, and so I call, I came, I try the boxing, I really like it. I was terrible. <laughs> really terrible. I, I mean, I find that hard to believe because you're so sharp now. Uh, uh, uh. But I have heard this, actually. <laughs> yeah, Johnny can tell you uh, that it was... And he, he, he still like make fun of me like the first time we spar. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Um, but we start, we start from somewhere, you know, so... Yeah, everybody has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So interesting. When did you notice the change? Like, when did you notice, okay, I'm getting good at this. I could actually do this. Um, I was, you know, like I was frustrated because all the time Johnny was telling me, no, do that or do that, no, like that. And I was not really understanding what he was telling me to do. And I don't know, one day I decided that I didn't, I didn't want to be... Um, 
like the 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 bad one. Right. I would like to be like good because I, each time I some I do something, I try to do good. And I was like, okay, so uh, I will. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, I remember I was with Marcus. He was holding the mitts for me, and he was like, oh wow. Wow, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> because I was eating harder and I was eating like a little bit better, so I don't know. Johnny told me when he saw the change in you, and he he described it in a, a very very stereotypical way, but he said it was real. He was like, "Well, you know, the nonsense in Rocky where they talk about the eye of the tiger." He said that that's what he saw. <laughs> he said that he saw you before, and you were just kind of really trying to hit the mitts, and you were really focusing on that and then one day he saw you training where you were hitting the mitts as though you were hitting a person and you had this ferocity in your eyes and he said i think she's going to be ready soon uh-huh. that's what he told me anyway um <clears throat> hopefully i'm not misquoting our coach but that's what he said so at that point when you when you, marcus was acknowledging it and johnny was acknowledging it is that when you said okay i want to try golden gloves yeah yeah. Yes, because I was really like um, each time when I was going, I was I was really into it. So you know, like each time I was going back to the to to the house, I was watching YouTube video to jab well, to cross well, to know how to hook, to know how to um, duck under. I was I was looking f- to. to so many videos I was trying and you know like sometimes when I see like the record I'm like oh that looks so stupid <laughs> you got obsessed though that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it takes yeah and uh, I tried uh, because then I um, I really tried to get into you know like fitness more mm-hmm. like for boxing so I really I really work a lot uh, during you know like my my spare my spare time because I I really w- would like Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really would like to uh, to do good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm uh, the type of person who like competition. So I just don't do a sport to for fun. I want to compete all the time. And uh, I don't remember how we talk about the Golden Glove, but I say, okay, I want to do that. And the first time I said that to Johnny, he was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, I could say it was not uh, really, you know, like he was kind of hesitant. Yeah. But I said, no, I want to do it. And then I, I really trained and trained and trained and, and I did it. Yeah, you won Fort Worth, like the our regional mm-hmm. Golden Gloves. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So for people who don't know, I was talking to Johnny about somebody else I wanted to do Golden Gloves. We'll talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> I was talking to him about it in order to train with this person. I wanted to figure out, you know, what the parameters were. And we train like three minute rounds at our gym, but golden gloves is like one minute round. Yes. And there's only three rounds. Yeah. That, okay. To some people who don't box, that might sound less intense. That is way more intense because for a minute, like any athlete can swing nonstop for a minute. So it's just basically you guys enter the ring and just start swinging at each other. No time to feel each other out. No time to just work on evading the person or wearing them out. You just have to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <coughs> Sorry about all the throat clearing. I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, that's okay. I, I really don't mind. Um, but when you're a novice, yeah, you, you do one minute and it's, um, it's like more like a brawl than fancy boxing, you know, like you don't have like the time yeah. to do a, 
uh, any move. So it's like you just try to punch and punch and punch and punch. So yeah, it's. Uh, I remember the third round. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just going for it nonstop. Mm -hmm. Okay, and obviously I have no idea because to me, sparring anybody on a Tuesday is like some exciting event. Uh huh. So. You know, sometimes people get carried away and hit too hard in sparring, but for the most part, people are holding back. Mm -hmm. So with all of your experience, boxing and training, when you're actually in the ring, is it's got to obviously be way more intense. Are you swinging way harder? Are the hits, is it, how different is it? I'm sure it's different. I guess how different is it? Or do you feel like you're just in that zone again? Do they get you used to it enough? Um... I'm trying to think. Uh, for example, the first time, mm -hmm. um, like for example, for Golden Gloves, which was my really first um, fight. Uh, yeah, I could. I, it, it was harder. It was harder. And I, I, I remember I hit hard, but I get hit hard too. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's definitely harder. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's harder. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the headgear, you can feel it. But uh, now, you know, like I have a little bit more of experience. I, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's harder, but it's not that, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. Like, okay, you get, okay, once again, I'm, I'm a jabroni. Like, I'm not good. But when you well, spar you... over and over and over, you get sort of used to it. Because at first you're kind of like, oh, shit, I'm going to fight this person. And it kind of freaks you out. But after going for months and months and months, you're just like, oh, hey, you want to spar? Yeah, I want to spar. And then you guys just fight each other. And it becomes normal. But I imagine every time you step in the ring, you're like, all right, this is about to go down. Or are you just... Sorry, these are like really stereotypical questions I'm asking. Like, is fighting scary? Is it... Do you get nervous? Like, obviously. But, uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but same thing, like, for example, for Golden Gloves, I was nervous, but I was... Like, when I'm stressed... I'm, I'm kind of weird. I'm like, I'm laughing a lot. And so I was like, I was stressed, but I was like super happy. I was like, um, and just the few seconds when I was on the corner before they, they'd say fight, I was super nervous. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my gosh, what I'm, what I'm doing here? And <laughs> can I do that? And I was like, my, my heart beats were like really, um, really high. Uh, And then more I fought, more I, um, for example, for the MMA fight, I was really nervous before, but as soon as the um, walking um, song, uh, play, walking song, yeah, walking track. Oh yeah, yeah, your yeah. walkout music. Walkout music uh, played, I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that. What was your song, by the way? It was uh, a French song, it's called uh, I Am. It's uh, l'école du micro d'argent, so it's uh, it's uh, it's French rap. It's uh, really like uh, from the it, it's a really famous French uh, rap group uh, from the 90s. I okay, really, I, I really like But it. But it gets you pumped. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Is that what you walked out for XKO as well? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about music later, by the way, because I know you didn't get time to listen, but there's always original music at the end of our episodes, okay. and we're going to have to make one about you, but it. It probably cannot be in French. I don't think. Okay, that's, that's, that's <laughs> I don't fine. think we're capable of that <laughs> quite, but maybe he'll throw something in there as a shout out. But um, Okay, so that's something else I wanted to talk about is XKO. Um, I grew up watching boxing and I 
religiously watch MMA. Uh I watch it way too much. So when I got the opportunity to watch you fight live, I was way pumped about it because this is somebody I know for the first Uh time, somebody that's hit me before and that I, (laughs) you know, I was like really excited. So we all show up wearing our molar shirts and uh, it was just really exciting. But watching you in the ring, okay, I guess I don't want to be too smug or rude to your opponent, but you won that fight. Okay. (laughs) Like I know a lot of people have told you this Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people walked up to you right after and told you this, but by decision, by split decision, you lost it. How do you feel about the fight and how it went? Um, I was, of course I was disappointed because, uh, I, 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 I kind of feel that I, uh, of course, I, I could do way more better. But I feel that I was really hitting her and I was, you know, like I was sticking to the plan. And not all the plan, but I was doing good. And uh, it's, uh, but I, I kind of, uh, I also, you know, like one day, one, one time, I mean, like I uh, lost by decision for a boxing, mm-hmm. um, for the last Golden Gloves. And it was a bad decision as well. So I'm kind of, oh, okay. So it was not the first time. So what it was to me, and, and I've, I've watched the fight a bunch of times, uh-huh. and I've tried to be impartial. It's hard. It's hard yeah. because, you know, you're, from, you're, you're on the team and I want, wanted you to win. So I'm like, how biased am I being? So I watched it a bunch of times. No, you won the fight, okay? But what was ridiculous is 90% of the crowd that showed up because, of course, your friends and family are in France for the most part. Of course, you have friends here. But 90% of the crowd is for your opponent. And they're cheering very, very loud for very minor transitions and stuff that is happening. I'm like, this is not a jujitsu tournament. And on top of that, Deborah's successfully defending everything. And you got up very quickly. The first round, however, you teed off on this girl and gave her a Golden Gloves clinic, basically. There's a point where she like dropped her guard and kind of invited you to come in and then you accepted and <laughs> tore her up, <laughs> tore her up. I watched that over and over. She's just like, come on. And like you come in and just beat the brakes off of her. And she's like, okay, we're going to the ground now. And she couldn't successfully do anything on the ground. And I know the MMA scored on points, but first round, overwhelmingly you, Second round maybe could have been construed as hers. Third was yours, but close. But that's still overwhelmingly your Mm -hmm. win. Anyways, enough of that. I'm sure you've heard enough about that. But that being your first fight, did it discourage you at all? Or did it make you want to go more? Does it, like, when when do you expect you'll fight again, I guess? Um, When, I don't know. I'm trying to find a fight uh, because I don't want to stay too long without fighting. And it didn't discourage me at all. I mean, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm really well surrounded. So, like, um, uh, first, uh, all, all, all my coaches told me, like, oh, yeah, you did good. We are uh, proud of what you did. You did really well. It was your first fight. Okay. You lost for the judge, but you won that fight. Um, I think she knew, too. But anyways, I'll <laughs> leave it alone. But, yeah, go ahead. But I, I will tell you something after what uh, is, uh, her coach told me. Um, and, uh, you know, like, all, all, all my teammates also, like, tell me, oh, you did good and it was, it was good. So all of that, it's, uh, it helps you to, you know, like, to, uh, to, to say, okay, I lost, mm-hmm. like, in the record. But I still did good. I have 
plenty of room to improve still, but you know, like it, it's a, it, it, it kind of uh, keeps everything together. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, actually it makes me more hungry for next time because Absolutely. next time I will try to, to get something like a finish or, you know, like, like more, going more and more and more because I can do more. So I will do more. <clears throat> Good. And trying to get a submission or a, a KO or, you know, like that, you, you're sure that it's... Uh, yeah, then no one can say anything. Yeah, it's... It, the, she very clearly didn't want to stand with you anymore after that. And that's where she took the fight. So had it been standing more, there would have been no question. But anyway, water under the bridge at this point, I suppose. But I've noticed when you're not at Moeller, you're still training wrestling uh -huh. somewhere else. So where do you train wrestling? And how long have you been doing that? Uh, I train wrestling at uh, Richland College. So, so that's where you go to school? Yeah. Okay. I go to school over there. And so last year, um, our coach uh, bring back the program. So we were uh, a, a club and not a team. And this year that will start at the end of August, we will be like a real team. So we will cool. be like... Uh, so you can go compete. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, so I do that at Richland College uh, four days a week. And I started wrestling when I went back in France after 2012, after mm -hmm. my two first year in Texas. Um, I joined a, a wrestling team over there because I, I, I really would like to learn takedowns, but not just takedowns for jiu-jitsu, you know, like real wrestling. Real wrestling. It's kind of weird to say that. But okay. like, uh, like just like <laughs> pure, I would say pure wrestling. Okay. Um, so I went... Uh, there and I did that for a year and when I came back I, I really tried to enroll in a wrestling team here but uh, you know like here is different because if you're not in high school or if you're not in school or in a, in an university that has a wrestling program you can't do it you can do right. wrestling for MMA you know like at uh, in an MMA gym for example at Moller or, mm -hmm. but it's it's not like wrestling right And uh, so when they bring back the, the program at Richmond, I was like, oh, yeah. So That's I, awesome. Yeah, that's really good. So you, you want to, how many years do you have to compete NCAA? Is it NCAA program? Yeah, okay. no, it is. Okay. Uh, well, we, we will compete uh, as, uh, as soon as we will uh, start. I think there is one, we will do several competitions. So you're going you're gonna to commit to doing NCAA wrestling And potentially take MMA fights at mm -hmm. the same time. Yeah. That's bold. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But I'm old. So, you know, like I don't have that many much time to... How um, old are you? I'm 30. Okay. So, you know, like I, I'm trying to do not wait too much. Do as much, much as you yeah. can now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. So, would you say your strong suits are wrestling and boxing then? Yeah. Okay. So, your areas to improve are like... Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu probably? Yeah, definitely Muay Thai. Because you know people are going to be throwing more kicks. Yeah, and for example, for that fight, I could throw so many uh, kicks. If I, like, I, I threw two kicks and I was like, what was that when I saw them in, uh, in the, the video? Replay. But the way the girl, like my opponent was, uh, I could, you know, like I could use that uh, a lot. So yeah, I definitely need to work on my Muay Thai. And, and jiu-jitsu too, because jiu-jitsu, you know, like it's, uh, it's, uh, it's important when you go on the ground because wrestling, it's good to take someone on the ground. But when you're on the ground and you don't know what to do, I'm like, uh, 
Yeah. So yeah, Muay Thai is is definitely my uh, my biggest um, point to improve. Absolutely. So when you you're using your wrestling for the takedowns and basically smothering them, wearing them out, and then to stand back up and start boxing again is pretty much. I don't want to say what your game plan no, is. No, no, no. I will go for. I, I will. I, I will. I will still go for jujitsu. I will not go back uh, unless I know the person is like really, really good. Uh, but uh, because my jujitsu is good, um, but uh, no, no. I will not come. Like when I was in the fight, I came back up because I couldn't uh, find a way to pass like her pass guard. her guard. Yeah, she was not like really like. Uh, guarding me but you know like i couldn't go on the side so i was like since it's mma and there is punches and you know like you you don't it's not like there are so many things that can happen right so i didn't want to just uh take a chance so i, I went back up which was the easiest way to uh to continue the fight yeah it was a good call too but i mean I don't know, because all she... Never mind. I keep getting way too mad about this. <laughs> but anyway, we'll move on from the XKO. So <clears throat> I asked people if they had any questions for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, can I say your friend's name? Yeah. Okay, Justine. Hers was in... She asked in French, so I had to use Google Translate. So I could have these questions wrong. Okay, okay. But <laughs> she asked... Um, there was one question in particular that I that didn't translate well, and okay. I think I don't know if you read the questions or not, but she, I think she was asking, "Are there any French who are successful in the sport, or are there any French people who you admire in the sport?" I couldn't tell if that's what she was saying or not. Yeah, I think it was that. Okay. Yeah, I think. So, do you have any French athletes that you admire in this sport in particular? Um. Uh. I think it's illegal in France, isn't it? Yeah, MMA is illegal. Okay. We have Pancras, Pancras. Right, which is, what is there, just no striking or? It's a modification, like for example, like you, I think if I don't mistake, you have to wear gear. So it's not completely bald. And okay. there are some uh, moves that are legal, you can kick, uh, like from certain position. I'm not completely familiar with it, but it's a, it's a big modification. It's, uh, it's supposed to be safer. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, MMA is illegal. So I, I don't really have, like, uh, <clears throat> MMA. I mean, like, I really like Czech Congo, uh, who, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah. who fought in the, in the uh, UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, la- the latest he fought in the UFC. I really like Teddy Rainer because he's a big, big um, judo figure. And I think he's... Uh, he is a good ambassador, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> because I, I I don't just admire athletes for what they do in the sport. I also like when they have like a good, you know, like when they are not talking trash, when they are, you know, like good ambassador for the sport. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's not your style at all. You don't want to be that person. No. So I'm sorry if I've accidentally steered this interview <laughs> in that direction. <laughs> You've been no, very no. respectful of your opponent, but I'm no, like, no, no. But... I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I just don't, because I think it's, um, okay, we are doing like a sport that is fighting mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes it can get excited, you know, like when there is a lot of tension between yeah. two fighters. But still, you know, like you can have tension, but be respectful because it's um it's and especially because i take care of a lot of kids 
like <clears throat> the the impression that you you give to people it can be really you know like it can be really um strong i mean like yeah I mean, you want to be a role model and yeah. it, it's had a positive impact in your life and you want it to be positive for other people. Yeah, sure. And there's a huge misconception with a lot of people as far as what a fighter is. But you go to our gym and everyone is like, it's like a family. Everyone loves each other, you know? So it's the constant embracing and stuff. When you, Whenever I watch fights with people who aren't familiar with it and they see the fighters embrace at the end of the fight, they're always confused by this. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I thought, like, they just fought. How are they hugging? Like people don't understand this. So I'm glad that you understand that and you're not trying to push that ridiculous angle. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like you, you see like great athletes that are really like kick ass and uh, they are like, they, they really can all themselves, you know, like uh, really good. So yeah. So, so what I like with wrestling, for example, mm -hmm. it's like, <clears throat> it's a tough sport, but there are a lot of respect yeah uh, in this uh, in this sport and I, i i really really appreciate it because i think you know like you go when you go in the match you 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 already go you know like you don't uh joke around but uh around that there are a lot of respect you know like uh you you it, it's just like a lot of respect i, I really like that yeah You've got that bond going <laughs> there and it, it creates a good atmosphere it's not just this high tension like brawl that people who aren't actually competing seem to want it to be sometimes yeah 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 uh that being said i guess you're probably not what people expect when they think of a fighter so when you tell people that you fight what is their typical reaction um well in general it's like no no way you don't look like a fighter or uh Uh, like your face is not uh, messed up or you know <clears throat> guys is different guys is like no you you you're pretty and you can fight or or really can you choke me or you know like yeah there, like, there's probably a lot of posturing that goes on do, do you uh, find that these guys feel like weirdly threatened by it and they're just like oh uh, they have to act more macho or something sometimes it's that And sometimes it's the creepy part, you know, like, oh, can you show me some wrestling move? Or, oh, you know? <laughs> so, yikes, that's gross. It, it depends. Um, I mean, like, there is three types of reactions. There are, like, the normal guys who say, oh, yeah, that's cool. And, you know, there is the creepy guys who are like, hey, can you show me some wrestling move? Yeah. You know, like, oh, can you show me some jujitsu or some grappling? I bet I can pass your guard. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, there is the guys who... who who are really like kind of, uh, you know, like, yeah, macho, too macho to understand that a woman today can do uh, almost a lot uh, of things like uh, men. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, there, there is three types of reaction, like from guys. But in general, it's like, oh, no, you don't look like a fighter. Or you, I don't know. Maybe they expect me to be like completely bulk and, uh, you know, like... Uh, Like have a ugly face, like all messed up. I don't know. I don't know what people expect. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. Do you do you get offended by it at all, or you just enjoy that they're surprised by it? Yeah, I I enjoy that they are surprised because I really think that it's always interesting when uh, you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, of course. Um. So yeah, it's a uh, it's yeah, I, li I I like it, and I don't get offended because um. 
my nature first is not like I'm not getting offended by a lot of things, uh, and f most of the time I don't really I don't mind because like it's people I don't really know or I care that much about. So you know, like it's not uh, I don't take it really personally. I'm like okay, I, I don't. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I get okay. what you mean for sure. So yeah, I don't get offended. Sometimes it's annoying. Yes, the the worst, and once again, I'm not an actual fighter, but the worst is when people find out that you train and then they clearly do not and they want to tell you what will work in a fight and you're like, yeah, that won't. That won't work in a fight, like, yeah. at all. This happens all the time at the office for me. They're like, oh, well, you can do this and this. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> I guess yeah. specifically you can't also, but uh, it's interesting, I'm sure. But... Okay, more questions from your friends. Uh, this one says, I think what she, this translated into is, are you always focused when you're boxing? Yeah, I think it's, it's I remember I read the question, but uh, yeah, I think it's that. Uh, no, I'm not always focused when I'm boxing. <coughs> it depends when. Right. Um, when I have a fight or when I fight, yeah, I'm focused. And uh, there is always like, you know, like when it's more relaxed, I don't have a fight or I know I will, I will not fight like really, really soon. I'm more, I'm, I'm, I'm just having more fun, you know. Um, I can also like um, have good time with my, my teammates, just, you know, like just having fun. So I'm not always focused, okay. which is not good. But. Yeah, no, <laughs> like sometimes if you're sparring and you f I find myself like, thinking about other things oh, really? <laughs> like during a sparring match and i'm like okay I've, what am i doing here i gotta get like my head in the game but yeah uh okay how far do you want to take this was another question you had like do you plan like how much longer do you plan on doing this where do you want it like do you have a goal in mind where you say i want this to happen like i want this many pro fights or I want to go to an NCAA tournament or? Um, well, for boxing and MMA, mm -hmm. at one point I would like to be professional. Mm -hmm. So um, once again, it will depend, you know, like it will depend where I am in my life. Uh, it, it will depend of, of different factors. But I really would like to get professional for MMA and boxing. And for wrestling, so... Um, I think I will maybe wrestle one or two more years with college because after I will be done. Mm -hmm. And so after, I, I, of course, I will be done with, uh, with wrestling uh, competition. But next year we have the nationals. And uh, so I will participate to that and uh, I will see. Uh, it, it would be awesome if I can get, you know, like a uh, um, place. I mean, like I'm, I'm not really, uh, I'm not negative, uh, but... I will be against uh, girls who wrestle since they are little. So, yeah. you know, uh, I don't have that many experience. But um, my goal in wrestling, if I, if I don't get placed, is like to wrestle well against these girls. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like to, to have a good match, to, give, to do not uh, give them a uh, victory. You know, like just yeah. to, to fight yeah, good. Yeah, to know, yeah, that's a good outlook. So it's, it's my goal in wrestling and in boxing and MMA. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go is, is there any conflict of interest there? Because I know if you get a pro fight in boxing, you can't go back and do golden gloves. Exactly. So if you do a paid MMA fight, are you no longer allowed to be NCAA? Do they care? 
for I don't know for wrestling, but I think it's kind of the same uh, for. Um, it's got to be in the same yeah. thing, probably. Because if I do something paid in MMA, I think I can't do uh, amateur, yeah, uh, right. boxing, and that's the same if I do paid boxing. Uh, I can do a matter because, for example, when you fill out uh, the paper form, you know, mm -hmm. like to, to fight, they ask you this question. So uh, maybe it will be the same in wrestling. I don't know. So if you could, okay, say XKO or some mm -hmm. other promotion mm -hmm. saw your last fight and they were able to get you on a pro fight for your next fight, would you take it? No. You wouldn't, so you want more experience first. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not in a rush, so yeah. I think like it's always better to have, you know, like a few more experience, have different opponents, so you can see also uh, how is your game against different people with different strength and mm -hmm. different weaknesses. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not ready yet to take pro fight. Okay. So yeah. Do you think even if it was an XKO, yeah. you still wouldn't be ready? It's good that you've got that respect. Yeah, no. I feel like you're ready, but like I have like way too much confidence in you, I guess, because you're my teammate. But interesting. Okay, so do you think another amateur fight before the end of the year? You see that happening? Well, I'm trying to get uh, a fight on November. Oh, cool. So I already, uh, uh, you know, like filled the paper, like just one, like to to participate. So hopefully uh, they will be interested. And I don't know, I will see. A lot of people told me also to try uh, to fight in Oklahoma because it's kind of uh, close and they have a lot of fights going on. Is it at the casinos usually, yeah. probably? Yeah, they do have a lot. I've been to uh, one fight out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I will try. I mean, like Oklahoma is not far from here. I don't want to travel that much uh, for now, but because, you know, like I'm amateur, so I don't want to pay like all the travel expenses for uh, for that um but yeah Oklahoma is, is really close so maybe i can try that good call okay i'm looking forward to november at least all right and then uh, your friend elise i believe it is elise yeah she said wait hold on we already we i think we already answered this question like how old were you when you first when you took your first fight for boxing and then for mma so you were 30 for mma yeah uh-huh and then for boxing it would have been was it 2012 that you won Golden Gloves? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. And so, was your first fight in 2012 as well, or no? Uh, yes, yes, my first. Uh, yeah, so I was the 24, 25. Okay. Something like that. Cool, cool. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I guess this is the part where I ask you about your music. Okay. So, uh, like I said. It probably can't be in French. I mean, he may be listening to this right now, Ryan, who does the music, and he might be oh. like, challenge accepted, dude. But I, I would suspect it won't be in French. So um, what type of music do you enjoy? Uh, that's hard to answer because, to be really honest, I enjoy so much uh, different music uh, that uh, would be hard to, uh, to say one thing. I really listen to everything. Okay, I think he'll actually like that answer because it's open-ended and he can do pretty much whatever he wants with this. Should it be more strong or more gentle? Like, what kind of... Because it's going to be about you, so it kind of depends on what you want. Um, 
Well, not too strong because like I like, you know, like music that are active and I like, for example, like metal sometimes, but not like that much. So I don't know. Like, for example, it depends on my mood. I have cycle. Right now, I like to listen, you know, like to some, um, uh, I think we say indie pop in English. Like kind of like uh, oh indie pop you say I, I, okay yeah I think we say that I think it's uh, if uh, so I like to listen to that or to French rock you know like it's uh, it's kind of it, it's it's uh, it's it's um, it's it's uh, it's rock but it's still like you know like it's still like uh, poppy and happy yeah and not just like rah, 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 no, yeah the whole no. time. Okay. <laughs> okay I feel like he can take that direction pretty easily and also one more thing that may be important for the song. Do you have a fight name yet? No. No? Okay. Are you like waiting for someone at the gym to like come up with one? Uh, not Cause really. Because obviously that you can't just like be like, oh, I'm this. No. And uh, that's funny because I was talking, uh, we were talking about that with uh, some teammates uh, last week. And I was asking them, uh, do you have uh, fight names? Because I was taking a picture and I was like, I will... Uh, put your your fight name and like chris the predator yeah <laughs> i get it his hair is very predator like yeah that's true that's a, and that's a good that's a good nickname yeah i like it um and so uh, actually chris was saying something for himself and cameron was saying uh no you can't choose your own fight nickname you you have to get someone tell you who uh you will be so yeah like some some guys from my wrestling team told me some something, but I don't remember. But it was kind of goofy, so it, it was like too too goofy, too sketchy. What was it? I, I don't I remember. Promise I won't call no, you for real, I don't remember. But I, <laughs> okay. remember, I remember it was kind of uh, I don't remember exactly. But it was something. You know, it was too sketchy, like too too fight too too much uh, fight related. Oh, it it was like too over the top like yeah. tough guy like yeah, 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 the yeah. killer kuzman <laughs> yes, yes, yeah that's it yeah. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> something like that yeah so it was more goofy than real gotcha okay well hopefully we'll come up with something soon yeah but for now you have a very standout name in the first place i don't think you'll need a nickname because people won't confuse you for anyone oh yeah uh. Uh, so anyway, thanks for coming on the show, Deborah. Well, thank you. I hope it was. Uh... And we need to have you back on after your next fight to like talk to like build like a storyline of like, uh-huh. you getting to the pro fight. That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks again. And here is a song by Ryan Harris. All the time that she's getting better She took a fight 
This is Ryan Harris. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, head on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe. We'd really appreciate your subscription. And we really appreciate you listening. We have great episodes planned for the future. So stick around for those. And thank you. And, uh, did you buy an oatmeal wallet yet? 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 Yet?